Hello, guys. Thank you so much for tuning into the BCG podcast. First, I want to start off by saying, wow, NBA season is back. Man, it seemed like a long time uh, from when the season ended to now, but the season is finally back. I want to get into some things that um, I'm obviously uh, excited about and what we what I what I look forward to uh, during this NBA season. Uh, I want to also get into the Bleacher Reports and the ESPNs and their their NBA rankings which I'm not too sure if I'm fully uh, agreeing with. Uh, then I want to get into the Draymond and Jordan Poole incident as well. But first off, I want to start off by saying uh, thank you guys for tuning in. I uh, really appreciate all the love that the BC Podcast receives, all the listens that uh, from people that, that listen from all across the world, from, from what we see on the SoundCloud and from the states that um, – where people are listening and tuning in from. But thank you guys so much. Uh, so what's I want to start off with, uh, firstly. Um, so the season just started. Uh, firstly, I want to start off by saying I'm very excited to see what the Brooklyn Nets are going to bring uh, this year. Uh, with Kyrie, KD, Ben Simmons. Uh, I just want to see what they're going to be able to do. You know, I'm obviously always excited to see KD play. I'm always excited to see Kyrie play. But this is going to be very exciting just to see if these guys are going to bounce back from that terrific loss, um, uh, horrific playoff series they had with the Boston Celtics. That was just, you know, wow. I want to see if they're going to bounce back from that. So uh, they are, they're a team that I'm very excited about seeing. Also very excited to see the Boston Celtics as well. Um, I'm excited to see what they do. Uh, coming off their NBA Finals loss to the Warriors, uh, which obviously, you know, everybody picked the Boston Celtics from what I saw. Um, you know, a lot of people have Boston as the as the, the team to win because they felt like they had bigger bodies, um, you know, for whatever reason. Forgetting that they that the, that the Warriors have, you know, Seth Curry, um, everybody was picking the Boston Celtics. So I just want to say, you know, I'm, I'm super excited to see what they come back with, uh, how they – uh, start playing this season. Is Jason Tatum going to elevate his game? You know, I've seen a lot from him that I I wasn't too – I didn't like a lot of of his game just looking at him from the in the NBA Finals and how he played as a point guard. I think if they keep him more a shooting guard and they actually find ways to get a pure point guard uh, on their team, it would be a lot different. Um, The play would be totally different. I think Jalen Brown is going to elevate his game. Um, Jalen Brown, to me, is one of the top top 20 – um, top 20, I feel like he's a top, maybe top 30 player in the NBA. That's just my opinion on Jalen Brown. I think he is that good. And I think he gets overlooked because he's playing with Jason Tatum and he has their, their, they have such a good team and core, but I think for some reason he's overlooked. You know, I think he's the one that really was the guy in the NBA finals that kept Boston afloat a lot of times. So I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to see what they're going to do. Lastly, I want to say, of course, I'm excited to see the Warriors. They are my favorite team, obviously. I'm a big Warriors fan. Steph Curry is my guy. He's my favorite player to watch in the NBA, um, alongside a few other players. But Steph Curry is number one. I've watched him play for so long, just watched him elevate his game every season. Um, you know, I think this has been a journey for the Warriors. I think it's been a journey for Steph. Um, and I'm excited to see what they do this season with all the young guys, with Jordan Poole back, uh, Clay back, um, Jonathan Kuminga back, uh, with James Wiseman back back on the floor from his injury. 
Um, it's going to be so many things that I'm just excited to see from the Warriors, you know, and I think they're going to be that team that everybody's going to be um, just excited to watch. Um, I, I truly feel as though the Draymond Green and Jordan Poole incident has a lot to do with Jordan Poole's emergence as a as a as a top player on this Warriors team. I think, you know, at first it used to be Dre, it used to be Clay, and it used to be just Steph. You know, those are the guys that was those are the guys that everybody, you know, that we knew that those are the top three. Now it's a little different now with the Warriors, um, especially coming off that NBA Finals uh, series and the playoffs in general. Jordan Poole was to me at times on the floor he was the third best player you know um and and people may argue that and say that's not absolutely true but you know I'm going back and looking at numbers if you take Jordan Poole's numbers from the series with Denver Nuggets I will honestly say that the Warriors that would have probably been a more close more close series than than it was I think the Warriors uh that series ended with what maybe 4-1 um, in that case, but I will have to say that if I will have to say that if you take away Jordan Poole's contributions to the team in the playoffs, they wouldn't get far, and they probably wouldn't get past a team like uh, the Memphis Grizzlies. Because we saw what Jordan Poole was able to do and what he bought to the team. Draymond Green did not have the best numbers in the whole playoffs. And even in the finals, he continued to not have the best numbers. We all know that. And he had single-digit numbers. At one point, he had a game where he had zero points. I mean, actually, several games he had zero points. So all I'm going to say is that this is, has, has more to do with Draymond understanding his role is going to change. Understanding that, you know, there's a new guy plan on the world team that people are excited about seeing he's contributing a lot and he's young he's 23 years old so obviously Draymond is saying to himself sheesh you know that guy has nine years I, I have nine years up on him you know I'm 32 I'm getting a little older now you know and that's okay if you're getting older but the point of the matter is that your role is going to change with this Warriors team a team that has fresh legs a lot of the guys are younger um, you know, Clay, Steph, Draymond, Andre Iguodala, you know, you look at Andrew Wiggins, who's what, 27? You look at Kavon Looney, who's like 26, maybe 25. I don't know. They're young guys. Like, these are the main guys on this team. They have young players. Jordan Poole is 23, as I said. You have John DeCumingo, who's like, what, 21, 22. Then you have, um, James, James Wiseman, who's like 21. I mean, they have a young team outside of Dre, Clay, and Steph. The veterans are much older than the, the, the guys that are uh, are playing. Moses Moody, another young player. All I'm saying is that things are changing with the Warriors now. So I think the fight or whatever the situation was, it had a lot to do with Draymond banning his feelings. Um... And, you know, Draymond has always been that kind of person where he's always carried, you know, his feelings in, in, a, in a way where a lot of us won't be able to understand it. But the anger, you know, 
the anger part of it is something I won't be able to understand, especially when you are a veteran in the game, you've been playing, you know how, you know, things are. I mean, my thing is people say, okay, Jordan Poole's cocky. Okay, what 23-year-old that just played in the NBA Finals contributed as much as Jordan Poole did is not going to come off in his next season cocky as I don't know what. I mean, let's think about it. Like, he just won an NBA championship, and he contributed all down the line. Like, every game, Jordan Poole was contributing. Every single game. He might have contributed a little small amount in some games. There were some games where he contributed a lot. Again, he contributed to a Warriors team winning a ring. So, of course, he's going to be a little cocky. That's normal. Um, So, that part is something I don't understand because it's like we're hearing people say that. And it's just like, okay, that doesn't give Jordan, that doesn't give Draymond Green the uh, reasoning to punch him, uh, to punch him in practice. That is absolutely wrong. And I think Draymond knows that. Um, you can be a fan of the Warriors and accept that that is wrong. You know, it, it's wrong. It's not, there's no way that you should ever do that. Not only, the, the, the another thing is, Draymond's a veteran. Jordan Poole is a young player. He, I mean, he was just in the G League, you know, wait, what, like a year or two ago? I mean, come on, this guy is young. I mean, and he's new to this. Again, you have to hold your frustration, your anger, whatever it is. You have to control that. We've always made excuses for Draymond. I don't make excuses for him because I know at the end of the day he's a grown man and you make millions of money, millions of dollars to play a game. It's not that serious to go punching and hitting people and doing all the stuff that you do. Last season in the playoffs, he got kicked out of game. Uh, a, a, a big game that I feel like if, you know, it just should never happen. Even though the Warriors were able to win the game and, and pull it out, it still should have never happened. We go back to the NBA Finals that year against the Lakers. What happened? He got, oh, no, 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 against the Cavs. He got what? He said something to LeBron and then got kicked out. And then what happened? LeBron and the Cavs came back and won the NBA Finals. So, again, the things that you do are always going to have – um, some type of, of, of you know, there's always going to be something that's going to be a, a ricochet back to, to what you do. And I, I feel like Draymond has to stop this. This has to stop. But even though I do feel like this is Draymond Green's last year on the Warriors, I really do hope that this doesn't change, change the dynamic of the Warriors locker room. I hope they are able to get through this. I hope that Jordan Poole is able to get through this. And the thing about Jordan Poole that I like so much is that Jordan Poole seems just like a laid back type of dude, and he's not the kind of person that's going to uh, go over, go over, you know, over, overbound with it. They asked him, did they feel like Draymond should have been uh, suspended? And he said, no, he doesn't feel like Draymond should be suspended for that. And that was that. Again, there are some players who will say, yeah, I feel like he should be suspended. There are some players who wouldn't even return to the team unless they did something about Draymond being there. Jordan Poole is saying, look, man, I'm here to make my money. I'm here to ball. Like, I'm not caring about what this guy's doing, how he's feeling, whatever the case is. We are a team. We're going to handle it and just move on. I like that about Jordan Poole. And that's why he's going to go far in the league, whether he's with the Warriors, whether he's with another team. He's going to go far. And I'm hoping, just like they said, I'm hoping uh, – Jordan Poole is getting the extension because Bob Myers already, you know, said that Jordan, uh, that Draymond will not get the extension from the Warriors. So that could, again, be a reason why, you know, Draymond is acting the way he is. And unfortunately, this is a game of, of, of basketball. And, 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 and I, I just feel like at the end of the day, 
that has to go. You know, you, you have to let go of your feelings and, and all that stuff. It has to stop. That was just uncalled for and it's unacceptable. Now, um, getting into the rankings for the uh, ES- ESPN NBA rankings, uh, they ranked the top 100 players in the NBA. Now, you know, I'm totally for everybody feeling the way that they feel uh, with their rankings because these are platforms. They can say whatever they want. Like, I could post on my platform. I think Steph Curry is the best player in the league, which I do feel like he's the best player in the league. Uh, but I will, I, will, I will get my rankings, in, 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 you know, another time. What I want to talk about right now is ESPN and Bleach Report. So Bleach Report put out their top 100 players. They put out their top guards as well. The top guard that they said was the top guard in the NBA is Luka Doncic. Um, over Steph Curry, mind you, Steph Curry just won the NBA Finals. Uh, he beat the Mavericks. They beat the Mavericks in the uh, in the playoffs. <sighs> he won the ring in the NBA Finals. So look. Finals MVP and you on the ring. And but my this that was one of Steph Curry's best years he's ever played. Not only that, he broke the three point, um, uh, he broke the three point record, things like that. Listen, Steph Curry is the best guard in the NBA. I don't care if anybody tells you different. There's no way you can honestly see what that guy did just last season and say that there's another guard better than him. Even if you feel like Luca is better, you have to allow Luca to prove himself to be the best. When you are consider the best you have to beat the best you have to uh be a bigger impact than the best if you take Seth Curry off the Warriors the Warriors are not as good as what people see them as Steph Curry has been able to to build that team and make them the team that they are today people may not agree with it and may not believe it but it's all there whenever the Warriors don't have Steph Curry on their on their roster they're losing games more than they're winning that should tell you right there why he's the best player and why he's the best guard in the NBA. That right there in general. So I do have a problem with Luca being put there because I don't I don't see I don't see how he, how somebody is looking at what Steph did just last season and still say that he's not the best guard in the NBA. Now, ESPN ranked their top 100 players. They put Giannis number one, which I agree with. I agree with Giannis being number one. I do agree with that. Even if he didn't win, even if they, you know, even if he didn't uh, win a ring. But then you go and rank Luca again over Seth Curry. Um, I don't know where people are getting this whole Luca and Steph Curry thing, and I don't know why they feel like Luca is better than Steph Curry. But if I would prefer to watch Steph Curry play ball any day over watching Luca, and that's not a knock to Luca, I just think Steph Curry is more efficient. It just looks better. He's a better ball player in general. He gets his teammates involved. I can't say the same about Luca. I can say Luca. He he makes he has some flashy plays, flashy dunks, flashy shots. But to me, maybe I'm wrong. Luka Doncic is just a little bit, he's exactly the same player as James Harden. I just think James Harden is better. That's just my opinion. I've seen both players play, and I've seen James Harden play, and I've seen Luka play. And I think Luka and James Harden play similar. You know, Luka is not as efficient. Luka will go and shoot 40 times and make maybe 20 of them. I mean, Steph Curry is not shooting as much, but he's making most of his shots. So 
you know, I'm not, I'm not, I, I just, I'm, I'm confused at how people believe Luca is better than Steph Curry. That is something that I won't be able to understand. And you can be the biggest fan of Luca and still understand that Steph Curry, if you are going to rank and have any type of, any, any type of rank, get it correct. Don't put these players just anywhere. Just because you feel like, you know, hey, well, you know, I, I think Luca, I think I think he's the better player. It's not about thinking. It's about who's proved that they are the best. Steph Curry has literally proved that, done that, been there, done that. Last year, did what he did. Okay, so is he going to have a better year than what he did last year? The thing about Steph is he elevates every year. So if, even when they play in his face with these rankings, he always comes back and does something that's like, wow. So I I, I believe Steph is going to more than likely break his own three-point record. <laughs> He's going to break that. He may just have an MVP season, you know. But, I mean, I just I just wish they would stop playing in Steph's face. You know, I, I am a big fan of Steph. And I just have to, you know, I have to be realistic when we say, if you guys are going to rank these lists, make sure they're somewhat correct. Don't just put players anywhere because of favoritism or if you like them. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I just don't see that. I just don't see where Luca is better than Steph. That's where I'm going to end it. I don't, I, don't, I don't see it. Now, my early season predictions. Our early season predictions, I do expect, um, I, I, I feel like, I think, I think the Brooklyn Nets are going to come out of the East as the favorite. Um, I mean, I know that's a little hard to really say just yet, but I do feel like they they can definitely do it. Um, I don't know. Uh, I think a team like Philly, Philly has the potential to come out of the East as well. Um, I don't really know if they're going to be able to, um, you know, mesh everyone together. Like they added new players. They added uh, P.J. Tucker, Daniel House uh, to their roster. They still have Joel Embiid and James Harden. Um, I don't know. But I, I do feel like they could possibly come out of the East. Milwaukee, of course, is there. You know, Milwaukee, Giannis, number one. I mean, any team where Giannis has an opportunity to do it to 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 get out of out of the East, uh, that's obvious. Another team that I feel could possibly also come out of the East, um, I say Atlanta. I like Trey Young. I think Trey Young is a he goes hard, um, and I think I've seen him play, and I like his tenacity as a player. I think. You know, the will the will to go above and beyond to win is something that a lot of players don't really have. Um, you know, I think Miami with Jimmy Butler, possibly. Uh, you know, a lot of these teams, you know, there's going to be some surprises, obviously, in the NBA season. But I'm just giving you guys a, a, a idea of the teams that I feel like could possibly come out of the East. And those are a lot of teams. Um, so with the West... Obviously, number one, you got the Warriors. I mean, they're, they're, they're the best team in the NBA to me before anybody knocks them off the throne. Now, you know, with that being said, teams that have potential to knock them out from being that top, top seed in the West, Memphis, number one, Memphis. John Morant, 
and the Memphis Grizzlies were their biggest, uh, the, the biggest, they were, they were literally the biggest threat to the Warriors in the playoffs. That team, when they played, and if John Moran still didn't get hurt, I don't know if the Warriors are going to win that playoff series because that's how close it was. Like, those young guys that play for Memphis are just, they got it. Like, I really feel like if any team could do it, uh, the Memphis Grizzlies could do it. Also, obviously, the L.A. Lakers, you got LeBron, Russ, and uh, A.D., but, I mean, if I'm being honest, do I feel like they're going to be a threat to the Warriors? Not, No, not at all. Um, but, again, you know, you can never count on a team that has LeBron and Anthony Davis. So, obviously, that's the team that I would put in there. Um, also, L.A. Clippers, Kawhi and, and um, Paul George. Um, I do feel like Kawhi and Paul George could absolutely do something that, you know, um, Absolutely do something something good with, with uh, the L.A. Clippers. But, again, I haven't seen them be healthy for a full season together, and that's the hard part about putting them in the conversations of knocking off the Warriors because you have to have that to knock off a team like the Warriors. Um, also, I'm going to go ahead and say – the Denver Nuggets, uh, the Denver Nuggets are a team, is, a, is a team with, you know, Jamal Murray, Jokic. Um, I absolutely do like them. I absolutely do. Um, I definitely do. I, I feel like I don't know if they have potential to knock off the Warriors, but that's a team. Don't don't be surprised if they do do it because I feel like they they they're pretty they, they have a pretty good young team. Um, and obviously, I can't say I can't not mention Dame Dollar and the Portland Trailblazers. Obviously. Um, Dame and the Portland Trailblazers, they don't have um, C.J. McCollum anymore. So the team is obviously different. But, you know, I still have to have to give them that benefit of the doubt because they have Dame Dollar on their team and as a point guard. So, you know, with that being said, that's what I see this year. Um, the NBA is going to be very exciting. I'm super excited. I know there are a lot of people that are just excited as I am because, you know, again, basketball is the best sport in the world. I don't care what anybody says. It's obviously the best uh best sport but again it's just gonna be it's gonna be very exciting to watch and see early mvp picks obviously number one steph curry have to put him in the book uh there's nobody else i see that um shouldn't be that that should not you know he should definitely get that number one pick for mvp coming off the season he just had second i'm gonna say luka donish i think luka has I think he has the the the. Uh, I think he just has it to potentially be be the MVP this year. Also, Jokic, I could definitely say Jokic could definitely win MVP. Um, I think Jokic has it. Um, obviously, Jokic is. Uh, he's had. He this is what last year was his second MVP uh, year. He could potentially have a third. That would be really crazy, but uh, we could possibly see that happen. Giannis, number I mean, I should have put Giannis number two, but Giannis, of course, any 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 time these lists come out and Giannis is not on your MVP list, I'm questioning your uh, your NBA knowledge. Honestly, that's how I look at Giannis because he's just a player that's very consistent. Um, he's 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 very consistent, so I could definitely see him being in that conversation. Also, if you're not talking about Giannis, let's say John Morant, John Morant, Memphis Grizzlies, he's definitely going to be a number one MVP pick. 
And if he's not an MVP pick, I don't know. Again, I have to question your NBA knowledge because John Morant came off the season he had if he wasn't injured. Well, even if he wasn't injured for the games that he was injured, which I say were about like maybe 20, 20 games or so, that team would have been higher up on the list. He put them that high, and that's how good he was, how consistent he was as a player in that time. Now, if you're not going to say John Morant, let's go ahead and say AD. I'll pick AD for MVP possibility, but at the same time, could AD be injury-free? That's the problem with a lot of these players. So you never really know uh, what some of these players, you know, I don't, you never really know what they're going to come with. You're just hoping that, you know, they're, they're, you know, nothing happens throughout the season. But as I said before, um, those are a lot of my picks um, for, for NBA MVP. And Joel Embiid, I think I, did I say Joel Embiid? I don't know if I said Joel Embiid, but Joel Embiid is number one, is, is someone else that I could definitely say um, I would not be surprised if he wins um, MVP. You know, all of those players are consistent players, and they have something to prove this year. Um, James Harden also has something to prove this year. These are guys that are coming off of, of, of seasons. Some of them had great seasons. Some of them didn't have so good seasons. But these guys that I just mentioned are all the players that I feel like could possibly be in the MVP discussion. And last but not least, Kevin Durant. You can't leave Kevin Durant out of a NBA MVP conversation just because he's Kevin Durant, period. If you are doing that, I'm questioning your NBA knowledge, and that's just how I look at that. So, again, that's my list of players that I do feel like have, has potential to win the NBA MVP. And um, I, like I said, this season is going to be very exciting. I'm super excited about this season. So I think that's going to end our uh, uh, in this episode. Uh, thank you for tuning in to episode 356 of the BCG podcast. Uh, we will have more podcasts coming up. But again, thank you guys and enjoy the rest of your day.